I think you got us all into uh, nachos right now. Yeah, I, I think well, the I think the details. I messed are... up. I did. Emily corrected me. What do you got? Carnitas is a better answer. Yeah, it is. Chicken's kind of good, great. It, it, but Yours is a better answer. I, I, I look. Let's just move on. I gave you credit. <laughs> it, you, you were right about that, and I would like to change. I wouldn't change I anything else. Have been wrong, but I will add the carnitas. Instead I don't think of the we chicken. could do a ask Trav now for like a couple months. <laughs> I think Travis that you would have loved this restaurant. There's one restaurant my best friend worked at it when I was in college. It's called. It was called Cho's. But it was all like nachos. Gaucho? No, it's like more like a shortening <laughs> <laughs> nachos. And also, the airport at UVA is called CHO, so chose. So it's okay. kind of a combo of those. But it's just nachos. They serve both like tater tot nachos and traditional like chip nachos. It's fantastic. The only thing on the menu was nachos. It's great. That sounds great. You know what's pretty good, Slee? And then we can talk about Anthony Davis really quickly. We got. Um, got an asada fries. Th- those are good. When you put all the nacho <laughs> stuff on sliced fried potatoes like take a like a potato right and cut it really thin almost like a potato chip yep but you 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 don't fry it all the way to chip status you just yep. fry it a little bit so it's still a little soft in the middle i dare you not to eat 48 tons <laughs> of that it's incredible do you guys order anytime you go to a talk shop anything like that i don't feel like it's as common here carne asada fries in san diego was like a complete a go-to being yeah. ordered all the time yeah I feel like I've, I see people ordering carne asada I fries. I order it. It's just, you know, that's like not a great order day for me. In terms of like, I'm going to eat a lot of food. Oh, and yeah, And yeah, so yeah. No, it's no, a it's, lot of food. It's you're not eating it saying to yourself, <laughs> feel good about myself. <laughs> carne asada fries are the only things that make nachos look like a better choice. Oh, yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Instead of, hey, I don't want to make a bad choice. Just give me the nachos. Oh, I was going to go carne asada fries. Styrof- it's so much. It's heavy. Like the box oh, is dude. heavy. Can you eat that it with like a thing. fork or something? Yeah. Have, you, have you guys heard of DUI fries? So you get them after the club, obviously DUI fries, so you don't get your DUI. Right. It has carne asada, pastrami, beans, cheese, sour cream, guacamole, pico de gallo, like, all Come kinds on, of stuff, man. and then fries. Stop. Go for yeah. a jog after that. <laughs> Sounds amazing. <laughs> like, if if that's like a death row meal right there, like, let's go. I got nothing left. Just finish me off. <laughs> like, what's bad about that? It's fries, up, guacamole, <laughs> nothing. carne asada. I mean, if pastrami? you don't like asada, Let's not skip yeah. over the pastrami yeah. part. The only pastrami. thing that's bad about it is it does weigh 14 pounds. Oh, sounds oh, yeah. amazing. Yeah. Should we try a quick one here? Let's do it. All right, Daniel in Santa Ana. Daniel, what's going on? Travis, uh, thanks for taking my call. Good to talk to you again. I know that you're a Division One ball player in college. I want to get your opinion since I have a 10-year-old son who pitches in Little League. Okay. What would be the right age to transition him from Little League after he's done playing majors in two years to travel ball? Then. I, I, I think you're on it. Like, let him play Little League as long as he wants to play Little League with his friends and the, the kids in the in the neighborhood that, you know, the Little League is the kids in your neighborhood that are playing baseball because they want to have fun. Yeah. The travel, here, here's, here's the rub, Daniel. Once you go into right. that travel circuit, there's no coming back. And you're on the road. You're taking trips to other places. It gets very expensive. You are Mm -hmm. with people that you may or may not know. You may or may not like. Presumably, the people in your community. Money's being exchanged under the table. It's it's travel. Prolong it as long as you can. Is my advice. As as long. Yeah, because once you go down that road, you're not coming back. All right. Thank you so much, Travis. Have a good day. You got it. See, I can be sincere. There you go. I can do it. Don't forget don't. about the bats. They changed every six months. Oh, you need this kind of bat. This that kind bat's of illegal. Yeah. It wasn't six months it ago. Yeah, ago. well, I need 500 yeah. more.
That bat's illegal. Presented by Dick Sporting Crazy, Goods. Pre- presented by yes, yeah. Easton, Louisville Slugger, yeah. Di Marini, Voodoo. <laughs> yeah. Go buy right there. They're they're all in it together. Yeah, uh, I don't know. It doesn't work anymore. Why not? Because we need to sell you a new bat. Um, <laughs> need more money. All right. Some quick details on Kawhi's new deal. Uh, LA Clipper star Kawhi Leonard signed a new three-year, $152.4 million contract extension, keeping him under contract through the 26-27 season. Sources are telling the Athletic and Stadium, massive, fully guaranteed, long-term commitment in LA. So, big dough. Uh, three years, a little bit more than $150 million. $50 million a year. And by the way, I think that's it's Yikes. not a it's not a five year it's not one of those right so i, I think three years just it's getting older yeah th- I, I think that's the right deal for both sides right like three I years think that's terribly risky for the clippers that he gets hurt a lot and I, he's playing out of his mind right now and he's been great but Kawhi Leonard is kind of the reason that load management is a thing in the NBA right now mm-hmm. that the face of a guy who doesn't play a lot it's it's either Kawhi Leonard or or so can the I, other can guy I just we're give about you, to talk can about. Can I just give you an example? Let's say in two years they decide we're going to move that deal. The risk that you're talking about, I think that for three years, even if you only used them for two years, it's the final year of his contract. That contract Yeah, if that's moved. how it goes, sure. I'm but just what using if the that next, as an example. What if the of, next three are like the last two? Mm-hmm. You're not even playing. I mean, he's a terrific player, gonna, yeah. but he gets hurt all the time. So would you not have signed him to an extension? Yeah, I, don't, I think you're we're stuck. That's, what, yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah, the only you're, thing you're I'm saying. Like, I, I don't think anybody's looking at it and saying... The the way it works, if he plays like he's been playing this season, then you're all good. Or if you decided not to do it and he never plays, you're all good. But otherwise, you're just you're crossing your fingers and hoping for the best. Which brings us to Anthony Davis. We give him... We, I shouldn't even say we. I, Travis... Give him a ton of you know what for missing games, for getting knocked over all the time, for constant, frequently, I shouldn't say constantly, frequently having nights where you forget he's out there and he's a non factor, et cetera, et cetera. Anthony Davis has been MVP level good all season long. Anthony Davis has been available all season long. And when we, you know, we're going to give a guy. A hard time for not being available. You give a guy a hard time for disappearing in big moments. Give the guy some credit for being as good as anybody else in the NBA through roughly the halfway point of the season. Anthony Davis has been terrific all season long, and last night they won the game because Anthony Davis was terrific. It's not fair, but this is how it is. This is how not just sports works. Um, When things are going well, the volume's not that high. When things are not going well, you crank up the volume to 10 or whatever the case is. I think I've heard somebody say this, that if you go to a restaurant and you really like the food and you really like the experience, you tell one person. If you go to a restaurant you didn't like the food or you didn't like the experience, you tell nine or 10 people. Mm-hmm. That's just typically, unfortunately, how it goes. I think with Anthony Davis, the less that we've heard about him this year means something obviously has got to be going on that's a positive because when things aren't going good local talk shows national talk shows tv radio doesn't matter everybody's talking about anthony davis this year and i'm gonna play out a little bit off of what you just said if the lakers were 
let's say they were exactly what we expected them to be before the season started. Better and, than this. Let's just say they're top four in the Western Conference. Sure. N- nothing crazy. You don't have to have the best record in the West, but they're top four in the West, and they're eight, nine games over 500, something like that, which isn't a crazy stretch. That's what most people thought they would be before the season started. Then there would be legitimate conversations. I'm not telling you he'd be the lead candidate, but there would be le- there would be legitimate conversations about Anthony Davis as an MVP. They'd be yesterday, end of the game. Crowd is chanting MVP for Anthony Davis. I get it. They do that for Austin Reeves. They do it for other players as well. <laughs> I understand Russell. that. <laughs> I understand that that's something that's used loosely. Sure. But it wasn't last night. That was that was no, a, that, that was that accurate. was a Laker fan base that was appreciating somebody that's missed two games all year long. That last night specifically, and we're not talking about just last night, but if I just kind of narrow into last night, was eleven for eleven from the free throw line. Was I think eleven for fifteen from the field. Had the defensive play on one side to block Scotty Barnes that set up the Lakers right. on the offensive end, where AD got AD got more you know more buckets on the on the other end. I think what he's doing on both sides of the ball, he is no question about it an MVP candidate this year. Here's the problem: they're not good enough. Yeah, they're five hundred. The team's not good enough to support a player what he's doing individually. There's a point where I think every great athlete is trying to get to and very, very few accomplish it. Messi, Tiger Woods, LeBron James, Magic Johnson, Kobe Bryant, uh, you know, uh, Tom Brady, right? Th- th- these sorts of guys. That when they're transcendently good, you're not even a little surprised, right? That when Messi goes out there and does the thing, you're like, well, yeah, that's what he does. When Tiger makes the shot, you're like, well, of course, it's Tiger. Kobe. Freaking Tiger right. Woods. Right. You know, that's what you're saying. Right. Yep. It's like, he did it again. Yep. And, and, and it, it's exciting, but it's not surprising. It's the next level down is you know a guy can get there and, and frequently is awesome. That's kind of where Anthony Davis has been, right? Where you're frequently awesome, but you're also just frequently enough not awesome that when it happens, you're like, hey, that was, that was, wow, awesome. And I'm not putting Anthony Davis in a category of those other guys. That's not what I'm getting at. Right. But his consistent performance this year, and, and quite frankly, his consistent availability, we're starting to get to that point where it's like, hey, that was pretty good, man. Like, there, there's another 30.9. Hey, there's a, last time was it 41? 41. Like, 41.9. That's pretty good that you're not like, whoa, where did that come from? It's just like, man, he's on fire. And he's there every night. And we're starting to get to that, and I'm crossing fingers, toes, and everything else, that his consistent level of very, very good is not surprising anymore. And that's a really good sign. That means that you're around all the time. That means that you're hitting that target all yep. the time. And now the next step is do it in the postseason, do it in the in, in a championship setting. But this is the since the bubble, really? Mm-hmm. Where we've seen him and a great night from him is no more. Hey, did you see AD last night? Like, was AD good again? Yeah, he's really good. That that's that's that next step. Prior to this level that he's at right now, we used to look at him as if he went down. Oh, I hope he gets up. Cross his right. fingers. Hopefully he's not hurt. Hopefully his knees like okay yeah. or his ankle whatever it is. That and that was the way we looked at it. We didn't look at. Have him you like, turned the page on that? Ah, uh, I still, when he goes down, <laughs> I'm still, yeah, yeah. still kind of like, oh man, I hope he gets up. So here's the, you're right. There's a perception. There's a perception that's been built, especially 
you know, last year's playoff run, use it as an example. You hold your breath anytime something happens. No doubt. To start this year, and let's not pretend, I mean, Lakers are 38 games in. 20 games ago, you don't feel the – you should feel a little bit different. Now, what that means moving forward, we'll, we'll have to wait and see. But 20 games ago, we're still waiting for where's the bad game. Of course. 20 games ago, we're still saying, you know, I, I just hope that – it's not even – it's how many games is Anthony Davis going to miss – and by the way, there are a lot of good players that miss games, but AD right now is on pace to play 75 games plus this year. He's on pace to get I, 75 I'm, I'm games I'm glad you plus. said that out because if I would have told you, what does he start, like the first week in October? right? Something like that. Okay. Yeah. If I would have told you October 1st, Anthony Davis is going to play in 72 games this year. What would you have responded? I think we already did this. Okay. I think we did something that I think the number was – 60. And right. I think we said for Braun and Anthony Davis, would you take 60 right now? And I said yes. Of course, maybe even take 55 60. or 58, right? Mm-hmm. 70 seemed like a pipe dream. Well, he's on pace to play more than 70. And look, we'll see. It's half the season. But of course, you've got a lot, long way to go. What felt absurd at the beginning of the season, at the halfway point of the season, doesn't. That's that's what I'm getting at with him. It's it's not just that he had a really good night last night. Which he's Anthony Davis. He's going to have a ton of really good nights. But it's the consistency of, A, just availability, and B, performance, that feels like we're creeping back up into that. That's just one of the best players in the league. Why are we surprised when he has a great night? We're not anymore. We're That's one of the, pick your number, 5, 8, 10, 12 best guys in the league. And no one's going to go, no, he's it's like, Oh, yeah, absolutely he is. I don't know if it changed anything for you, and we do is come back, but you had mentioned as far as is your tune changing a little bit of how you feel of life after LeBron James because of Anthony Davis? I think that's a, I think it's changing for me. So we could do that coming up next. Stay right here. Travis and Sleeve Show, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. lot going on today. We talked about the Kawhi Leonard extension a minute ago, and this is a big, big surprise. At least it is to me, Slee. You tell me. This is Adam Schefter uh, via Twitter. A shocker in Seattle, Pete Carroll is expected to be out as the Seahawks head coach per sources. He could still remain in the organization, but not as head coach. Uh, Pete Carroll been in Seattle for 14 seasons. He won 137 games. He only lost 89. Two Super Bowl appearances, a Super Bowl win along the way. And Pete Carroll, and I think we were talking about it yesterday, right? Yeah, we were talking about it yesterday in relationship with Bill Belichick and other things like that. And like that they kind of, there has been tiny murmurs yeah. nothing maybe like 
concrete, but he's 72. 72, 72 years, years old, old and yeah. it just it just felt like there were a couple of guys that were like, okay, they're they're made guys in Belichick, Reed, Tomlin, Carroll felt right. like one of those guys. That to they me. decide what they do, right? McVeigh is, is certainly one of those guys, but Pete Carroll, out. Oh, that's a. I mean, I, I'm genuinely. I know he's a an older guy, yeah. but. And what He's did an you incredibly... expect of the Seahawks? Like they don't have a great quarterback, and right. they were not. No, they, they, they barely no, missed the playoffs. Nobody right. was expecting them to make noise, and I. It's funny. Think about this, and we'll look at this. Just try to twist it to an LA perspective, but the Chargers are walking into an offseason without a head coach, and think of the market of different names that are out there. Now we could certainly rank who we think makes more sense, who's short term, who's long term, who's this, who's that, but. If they don't end up with one of these freaking names that we're talking about, which I think they're going to end up with one of these names that we're talking about, um, not all of them make sense, but you could get, you could have an opportunity at a coach because there's so many names that are out there but right now to fill in for, some for of these sure. spots. For sure, you're right. There's a lot of names available, but there's really only probably three that you feel great about, right? Feel great about Jim Harbaugh. Harbaugh. Vrabel. You feel great about Mike Vrabel. Yep. And if you got Bill Belichick, sure. you're you're feeling pretty darn good about right. it, right? But the everything else, like the the hot coordinator, right? Where the M help me out, the guy in Detroit. What's his name? Ben Johnson. Ben Johnson. Raheem Morris, right? And These guys Ben Johnson that, could be the best out of all of them. He, he might be. But, but there's certain organizations sure. I don't think they can. Right. Like the Chargers right now cannot go get, They've got this to get a Vrabel. first time head coach that's never, you know, as a coordinator. And he might M, he might be a great coach. They're just not in position to do that again. They're not. Pete Carroll to the Chargers. Who says no? I mean. Back to L.A.? Back to L.A. Yep. Quarterback. He L.A. He would be the face of the franchise. Well, he knows what he's instantly. doing. And, and Pete Carroll's good with the media. He's 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 one of those guys that you give him the benefit of the doubt, right? It's not like Brandon Staley, who the second he did something dumb, you're like, what in the world is he doing? Right. Pete Carroll sure. has credentials. Vrabel would be my first choice. Harbaugh would be 1A. Pete Carroll to the Chargers? Harbaugh would be your first choice. Right? Harbaugh would be your first choice. But it wouldn't be a bad first choice. If, if you're telling of, me, yeah. I'd take Vrabel. Because I what the Chargers need is some grit, some grind, some... some we're here, we, we mean full business. Yeah. Harbaugh is a great coach, don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. and if that's who they got, great. But I'd like to have a guy with a little bit of gravitas in there. Right. Um... Pete and Carroll you can have Vrabel for 10 years. Yeah. And I think that Harbaugh is much more of like a five-year max. Like yeah. He's going to go to the next job because that's kind of what he does. He, he, um, and Pete Carroll's 72. He oversees his welcome. Harbaugh does. Pete Carroll, yes, is 72. Honestly, my instinct when I saw this, he's going to not coach you, next you year. Know what, yeah. You know what? He uh, might go, I heard, he might go into ticket sales for the Seahawks. <laughs> just kind of got him a nice cubicle. <laughs> Grounds crew. Got him a nice cubicle in there. And he wants to try a different side of the business. Hi, Mr. Wallace. It's Pete from the Seahawks calling to see if you might be interested in re-upping your season tickets. Uh, coach? I'd buy it. Is this you? I'm not the coach anymore. Just call me Pete. Petey. <laughs> One again, sales month of the okay, year. Okay, let's bring this full circle. Does this not demonstrate exactly how incredibly fortunate the Rams are? that they have who they have as their head coach. Because not that Pete Carroll isn't a great coach or Andy Reid or any of these guys. The carousel? Al, this is his seventh season coaching the Rams. He's the youngest coach in the league. stupid. Literally, that should (laughs) be illegal. He's the youngest coach in the league. He's been here seven years. If you're listing the best coach in the league and you've gone past three or four and haven't said Sean McVay's name, you did it wrong. You need to go back and do it again. 
it's there is no like and i know this isn't exactly how it works in football but there isn't like a bigger market to go to it's la stadium players owner cachet hollywood like all, all of the pieces line up exactly right he's got the look all of this stuff yep and he's not 40 like that's that is stupid. How many boxes it checks along the way? Um, the Seahawks released a statement just to clarify what happened here. So he, they said, after thoughtful meetings and careful consideration for the best interest of the franchise, we have amicably agreed to with Pete Carroll that his role will evolve from head coach to remain with the organization as an advisor. So he will no longer be the head coach. He will still likely be in the Seahawks. Stay with organization. the organization until something better comes along. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's one of those, we're not going to fire you, we're going to slide you over here, but if somebody calls and you want to talk to him, go ahead. But almost like the Bruce Arians. I know yeah. Bruce Arians was different because yeah. I think that he just didn't really get along with Tom Brady after a certain period of time. But Pete Carroll, wow. yes, probably is like, I'd rather maybe not be here five days a week. I want to be here two days could a this, week. Could this be also that, look, it's Pete Carroll, his relationship with the Seahawks, he's obviously forever king there for winning a Super Bowl. Could it also just be, we got a front office spot for you. You're 72 yeah. years old. Help us find the next coach. Help us find. Still be involved in the organization as involved as you want to be. 72. He's only going to be there for a few more years I, if he does stay. I agree with you, Slee, and that's a possibility. But I, I keep coming back to these guys are wired so differently than you and me. They want to compete. And until they decide they don't want to compete anymore, I don't know how, like, somebody comes to you and says, you know it would be great for you? What if you just kind of put your feet up over there and help us find the next guy? What, what are you talking about? I, I want to do it. Like, I think that's your initial response when you're a competitive. Pete Carroll's wildly competitive. Yeah. And to just kind of go, oh, yeah, cool, I'll help you find that. Eh, I don't know. <laughs> that maybe the, I can only, talk you into that. It's only, because if the option is that or, hey, man, then i got to fire you. Which of those two do you like better? Yeah. That's a different conversation. Maybe it changes. Maybe if you know a, a team comes calling and says, "We know you're in the front office there, but we'll give you the keys if you come here." You know why I, li- I like our show for a variety of different reasons, Lee. But I really like it because guys like Porky and Biggie and many, many others. No, I can't keep look at the, I can't look at this. Of nachos not good. over and over and over again. Hey, don't P- send pictures. Porky's. Send the actual things. Yeah, right. Come on. Por- Porky's <laughs> photo, the carne asada fries. Yeah, I, I don't know what to do with that. What, what the Biggie one isn't much different. I mean, they they both look amazing. It, anyway. This is why I enjoy the Travis Lee show. And also, this is why we stop for food on the way home. I, You know how hard I have to fight. So the, there's a taco stand on my, on the corner where I live. And it's it takes so much inner willpower to not go there almost every night of the week. Yep. I have to try to... <laughs> Emily, look at my yeah. face. Okay, yes. I think you said you could smell the freaking food from where you live. Yeah. I, I, I'm this. I'm not doing a bit. I'm saying this to you sincerely, from one person to another who has the same impulses that you do. I couldn't admire you more for not doing what you just described, because yeah. I, I would literally have to move. I couldn't live down the street from a taco guy, and uh, it'd be the end of the line. A great one, the one that's lying that's what on I'm the saying. corner all the time. That would be yeah. it. I could never just walk away from that. He should move in. I sleep. <laughs> Grab the bedroom, like the, the taco guy is just expensive enough to not make me do it once a month yeah it's it's just a hair past that it's so good and if you could she lives in a house where you can see it smell it get the out of here i live in a house where i can make it and yeah. it's just like oh. look i would not look like you if i lived like you Right? Oh, my gosh. One additional Man. piece. Stay from, strong, Em. From Adam Schefter. He says, Seattle is expected to be interested, amongst others, the Cowboys defensive coordinator, Dan Quinn. 
per sources. Yeah, well, that's yeah. where he was for a long time. And honestly, I think that would work well. Wouldn't um, be surprised. I mean, his his last stop was what with the Falcons, right? Sounds right. Yeah, I know that he had his best run was in Seattle. Right. Yeah. It, openings all. So what does that make? Seven now. I think so. I think there's seven yeah. openings. That's a lot. Yeah, yeah, we listed five, and then Vrabel, and then Seattle. Yeah, so that's seven. And all seven at total. places that are good for different reasons. So right. you have, you know, the only one that's terrible, Panthers. That one, no one should touch with a 10-foot pole. That's the worst job possible. Then you have the Commanders. At least you have a new owner in a new uh, facility coming. Yeah, the Commanders is kind of a, I don't know what I'm getting. Exactly. Right? And Sam Howell could be better. Who knows? It, it, yeah, that, that's, a, that's Tennessee's not a great job. Yes. It's not a terrible one like yeah. the... But yeah, it's 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 not the Carolina and Panthers, the but Raiders it's not great. and the Chargers. Raiders and, and Chargers Seahawks. have warts, but also have big opportunities. Right. Seahawks is a good job. Falcons again. If you get Falcons, the, they have a high one. pick. So if you get the pick right, it's crazy. That 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 is so many different openings for and, and Harbaugh is going to be much richer than he oh, was. Yeah. Vrabel is going to get it. Belichick, by the way, that job's not even open yet, and we're talking about Vrabel maybe going there, Belichick maybe going to a new place. That could make eight. That's a quarter of the league. (laughs) And with great great free agents out there. Yeah, it's exciting. Factor Cap is coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. There are limited time state, federal, and local rebates. So what you need to do is make sure that you pick up your phone because you could be on your way to as much as $10,000 in savings on new furnace and AC systems, new water heaters, and more thanks to NextGen Aaron Plumbing. Simply call the NextGen Rebate Hotline at 833-3-NEXTGEN and their rebate team, they're going to help you save every possible penny. In fact, you could pay almost nothing out of pocket and you're going to want to make sure that you ask about NextGen's incredible no payments for 90 days financing option on approved credit. You heard me right. Absolutely no payments for 90 days. So think about this. These financing options and the rebates, they can drive costs down to nearly nothing. So now is the perfect time for you to call the home home experts at NextGen Aaron Plumbing. Do not wait. These financing options and rebates will not last forever. Call 833-3-NEXTGEN right now. That's 833-3-NEXGEN. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. All right, guys. It is the 25-year anniversary of The Sopranos, and I thought, what what better way than to do a entire factor cap related to The Sopranos? Okay. So I'm gonna play some clips. I'm gonna do some uh, some some debatable things from <laughs> the Sopranos uh, series. So, first up, I'm gonna play this piece of sound and uh, have a statement after it. It says with pulp. You like it with pulp. Not this much. I like the one that says some pope. <laughs> the f*** was that for? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we want some pope. All right, so pulp is the worst. Travis, stop the cap. I, I swear, I, I swear I'm not doing a bit. 
I like some pulp. <laughs> like if you get like sometimes when you get that fresh squeezed juice and it's like you have to chew it instead of just drink it because there's so much pulp in there. But I don't mind a few of those little bits of pulp in there along the way. I like it with some pulp. So cap. Okay, Al. Cap for me. Yeah, I'm. A, I'll take pulp. That's fine. Not like you know, like you ever you had said, the extra pulp juice? That's too much. I got it by accident, it's and I too had much. to strain it it's because it's too much. Okay, it's that, that's of a that. lot of that's a lot of work. Though. Yeah, I don't want that. I don't need that. But if I got pulp in my OJ, I'm completely okay with that. <laughs> Jorge, no problem. Uh, I'm with the guys. Some pulp is nice. You know, no pulp is kind of. Uh, it could have been. Like, what is this thing? Yeah, you know, right. thing? how is this thing made? Is this powder or is this give real me, oranges? Give me some pulp on there. You know when no pulp's okay? Okay. Mimosa. Yep. Yeah. That, and that's it, what I got this orange juice for. You had heavy pulp and mimosas? That's why I strained it Oh my gosh. It out. That's a miss. It that's was, a misfire. Yeah, I just <laughs> I think I was in the grocery store just didn't look and it was it was it was completely my fault. Um all right, so I'm going to play another piece of sound and I have a statement after it. Thank you for holding. Your call is important to us. But so f- important you answer the f- That's when he is in a therapy session with Dr. Melfi. Um, So you would rather be hung up on and called back than stay on the line and wait for uh, someone on the line. Al, Dr. Cap. Uh, Fact. Yeah, just uh, let's either you're telling me, hey, I'm going to call you right back. Because there's a a window here that I'm just going to just hang up and just say to myself, okay, when they're done with their call, they're going to come. Let's save each other both the time and the trouble. Um Hey, I'm going to call you right back is much better than, hey, let me just answer this other call. I I, I don't want to sit here and wait. I'm, what am I, on the phone with AT&T? Like, I, I don't want to do that. So, fact for me. Trev? Uh, ask me the question again. I forget how I want to set this up. So, you would rather be hung up on and be called back by an organization Bin than hold. stay on the line. Yeah. It's, it's cap, but I'm getting closer to fact because I still don't trust that they're going to call me back. That, that whole, oh, you are number 22 in the queue. You can hang up and we'll call you back when they're, when it's your turn. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Only I don't trust your computer to actually do that, but it works more often than it doesn't. So I'm getting more closer. Uh, it to, does work to more, actually, than, more than not. But I not, agree with you. But not every time. Mm-hmm. And I'm yeah. worried about- There's enough doubt. I need to get something done, right? Yeah. I need to get this flight fixed or whatever it is, and I need to talk to somebody. And you say, call me back. What's well, been an hour? Where, where'd you go? I, I can't I can't trust uh, Big Brother quite yet. Jorge? Uh, Cap, I usually when things like that happen, I try to call places that say you're going to be on hold for a long time. That's when I'm driving. Oh, When I'm idea. driving, I call places like this and it's like, okay, I, I want to talk to someone about a flight or whatever. I'm going to be on hold for the 45 minutes that I'm, it's going to take me to get home. That's the only time I do it. Other than no that, doubt. call me back if, you're gonna, if that's your system. All right, so Jorge, you have gotten to this part in the series, so I'm going to do one that you would know about. So, okay. um... <laughs> <laughs> doctor, uh, not doctor, uh, Father Intentola spent some time with some Carlos Soprano uh, while Tony was out of town with uh, Meadow on a college road trip. So you would be suspicious of your wife hanging around with a hot priest. Jorge, factor cap. Uh, I would say cap because I, I know I know Brenda, you know, I, at least I think I think I do. So I don't think I have nothing to worry about. That priest about got game, man. Nah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> they're, they're doing Holy Communion together? Yeah. <laughs> All right, Trev? Uh, cap, for the same reason that Jorge says, is I trust Susan, so I, I'm not worried about that. But 
I it's not because he's a priest that I'm not worried about it's him. Right. That that has nothing to do with it. That that means bupkis in my world. So I, I trust Susan. I don't trust there's five people in the world I actually trust, <laughs> and Father and Tintola would not be one of them. <laughs> um cap for me too, uh, even though I'm I'm starting to lean more towards not trusting that many people in the world. So we're leaning more towards that. Come on in. Yeah, Give me a hug, buddy. I know. I know. <laughs> right. So I'm gonna play Too many another examples here. <laughs> I'm gonna play another clip here. Um All right, so this is a clip from the show. You're late. Well, tomorrow I can be on time. Well, you'll be stupid forever. <laughs> All right. So he says, uh, yeah, tomorrow will be on time. You'll be stupid forever. So this is a good response to someone who gets mad at you for being late. Traff, after cap. It's a fact. It's a good response, but it doesn't make me feel better about somebody being late, right? I don't don't be late. This is usually you look. I can see you looking at me right now. You know that this is a an extremely oh, yeah. sensitive topic for me. I, I am rarely late and it's almost always out of my control when i am late um so no just because you have a a, a, that that's ralphie that said that right em yeah can you play it again play it again you're late well tomorrow i can be on time but you'll be stupid forever (laughs) it's pretty funny Al? um fact i think it's a good response i i (laughs) it's pretty funny i just like the response like i just like the interaction i like how some of these quotes are just so so extreme and like there's some stuff that you can actually apply to life like i love the one that we were just talking about with the pulp like there are yeah. certain things that you can apply to day to day it says with pulp you like it with pulp <laughs> it's just as much i like the one that says some pulp <laughs> it's just so funny to hear it coming from these mob gangsters some like that it's like oh yeah they also live Real a, people too. a regular <laughs> life that has just like us that yeah. has normal yeah. uh, decisions to make uh, Jorge? For the sake of the series, I like the response, but every time you're late and somebody says any kind of comment like, oh, must be nice coming in on you know this late when you should have been here an hour ago, like <laughs> any kind of comment after you're late, it kind of sucks. You know what I mean? Like, just, <laughs> like, I, know you're, I know I'm late, but you don't I know, have to I'm love very it aware of the fact that exactly. I am late and I'm probably with stressing about people it. You can text me and or that's call what me. drives yeah. me crazy. Like if you walk into somewhere late like you're not, I'm going to need you to lead with an apology if you're late. Or I hate the excuse. Or you can tell of, you're like out of breath and you're right, sweaty or whatever. Hus- like, or yeah. come through the door in a hurry. No, no, this is the worst excuse. Is, yeah, but I'm always late. Well, what the hell does that mean? Why is that then all of a sudden okay and that justifies everything else for you being late? I'm not late. You see somebody late and they're just sauntering into the place. It's like you want to break their neck. (laughs) Exactly right. Skipping into the freaking lobby. (laughs) All right. So there are- On your mother's birthday. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. The first time I was late at at, at a radio station, one of the guys was like, well, where's the donuts? And I was like, well, what are you talking about? I, I didn't know what he meant, and then yeah. later on, I'm like, hey, what did he mean by the donuts? He's like, every time yeah. you're late, you got to bring something in to yeah. justify yeah. the fact you're late. Yeah. Or like, if you, uh, but also if you see someone who's late, it's like, oh my god, the traffic was so bad, and they come in with a Starbucks. You're like, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but you also have time to, to stop at They're Starbucks. eating a breakfast burrito. Right, exactly. They're like, oh man. <laughs> All right, so uh, there are plenty of villainous people in Sopranos. I think that there there are um, no no true heroes in Sopranos, um, but. AJ is the real villain of the Sopranos. Travis, <laughs> Cap. Cap, because Carmella is the real villain in the Sopranos, but AJ's damn close. AJ sucks, right? He's a taker. He's lazy. He's dumb. Like everything about AJ sucks, but Car- what he's not is evil. Yeah. Carmella's evil. 
And that's why she's the villain. Al? Kind of can't really add too much to that. You're right. And, and AJ's annoying, and AJ's like, you just want to kind of give him a quick you slap, slap to slap the him. face. Yeah. You want to do all that, but that's kind of more just a, an idiot of a kid. Yeah, I, I, I lean with you on that. She is the most evil. Yeah. Uh, Jorge? Yeah, I haven't gotten that far, but I'll take his word for it. <laughs> I do not like the fact sometimes when, okay, so this is a separate show, but when people say that in Breaking Bad that Skyler was the real villain, there are Nazis in that show. So uh, I think maybe they are the villains. Uh, maybe you don't like Skyler, and that's okay, but I will not listen to your point of view on Breaking Bad if you think Skyler is the real villain in that show. But, anyway. See, Car- here's the thing about Carmela wants everything that comes with Tony's lifestyle. But not doing anything. But with wants it. she doesn't want to get her hands dirty, yeah. and then she wants to pretend that she has a moral compass that's yep. different than everybody else's. Mm. That's evil. Skylar grades on uh, Walter the entire time. Yes. Yeah, anyway, um, all right. So <laughs> we all know that these are good. Em. We all know that Tony Soprano has a um, affinity for some ducks. He oh. loves those wild animals, and it's kind of like a theme throughout the show. Yep. Um, so you have a wild animal that you consider yourself to be tender towards, Alan Fettercat. Um, all of them. And I, I really genuinely mean that. If I see like, uh, even uh, Michelle, You would feed ducks in the park if you saw ducks in a park. If I had bread, I'm feeding ducks in a park. Absolutely. But I, I go past that. If there's a, if- There's a buffalo coming towards you. No, You're going to throw some no, bread I, towards I, him? I'm, I'm, I'm going to go towards, I'm going to go towards, you know, insects. Or if there's a spider inside, if I can just catch the spider and release, I will do that. And if I can't do that, then I got no choice. But I'm not trying to kill any of these guys. Like, so with that and mm-hmm. with that in mind, it's not like one animal or anything like that. If I could let a freaking spider go, I'll let a spider go. Trap. So spiders it, gonna bite gonna my face if I don't terrible. do it. Chola fight though. <laughs> fight a whip. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we were. I went on a walk yesterday down by the the harbor by where I live, and. I, I I could get the name of the what's that bird with the really long skinny neck that like shapes into an S? Is it a crane? Like a heron? A, a heron? Crane, yeah. It's a, yeah, it's a heron. So I think it's a. But you know what I'm talking. You're like really, I kicked a heron yesterday. So so we're walking. <laughs> I'm walking with my daughter. I'm walking, and, and we're walking by, and this gray heron or whatever it is is, is on the rocks on the jetty. <laughs> and I said to her, and it was the first thing that popped into my mind. I said, Imagine how easy it would be to break that thing's neck. And, God, Travis. And that's what it's exactly what she said if she goes What, what did you expect she, her to she, say? That was so an easy. That should have stayed she, inside. She she goes and, and uh, you're right and, and she goes, "What's the matter with you? Like that's the first thing you think of." I'm like, "I'm sorry, but yes, that is the first thing that I thought of." <laughs> you should not watch the boy in the hair in <laughs> Yeah. And so the, to answer your question, it's cap. I don't. Yeah. Animals are over there, people are over here, and that's how I see it. Okay. I would say birds. Uh, simply because Brenda's, like, when you go to Brenda's parents' house, they Brenda's got the all kinds of like house, you know, what, what, what little houses to feed them. Yep, they bird have feeders. bird yeah, feeders. Bird yep. Uh, so it, they put water. They put, so one time there was a pigeon who like I guess broke his wing or whatever. The pigeon's on the floor. Brenda's dad picks it up. They put it in a cage to see how it's gonna be. Later that night, there was another pigeon that came over. And was like sitting on top of this cage, watching over the. Oh. And we realized it must have been a female pigeon, and, yep. and then the male yep. pigeon looking over her. Late, like a week later, like we kept seeing the pigeon at night come down and spend the night with her, or whatever. And then a week later, it's gone because a cat 
got to the male pigeon. The one that was caged? No, the one that was oh, uncaged. Oh, the other one? The one that would come visit. Circle of life. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> well, so I guess birds because you could story was so nice until then. <laughs> Happy so, anniversary, 25th anniversary. There you go. Spreno is one of the best shows of all time. Good job, Em. The Lions and the Rams play each other on Sunday night. Yep. And that's not even near the top of the story list. Jared Goff versus the world is the story. That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Speaking of which, Slee, let's talk about prize picks. Let's do it. Right? The Lions and the Rams play on Sunday night. And why not play prize picks right alongside, right? So Matthew Stafford, more or less than 272 and a half yards. Jared Goff. More or less than 260 and a half yards. That's prize picks. You pick more or less, you pick between two and six players, and you can win up to 25 times your money. With the Price Picks Sports app, you can be making your picks right up to the fourth quarter. Join the 7 million Price Picks fans today. How about this? All right. Trav's got his picks already set for the weekend. Uh, tonight, a lot of good NBA games. Anthony Edwards, Minnesota Timberwolves, one of the best players in the NBA, more than or less than 28 and a half points against the Boston Celtics. I was looking at the opponent, so I'm going to go less than on this one. Victor Wembanyama taking on the Pistons, more than or less than 22 points. I'll go more than. It takes about 60 seconds to submit your entry. Just go to pricepicks.com forward slash 710. Use that code 710 for a first deposit match of up to $100. Must be present in certain states. Visit pricepicks.com for restrictions. Rams and Lions, Ford Field. And we start our pregame show 3.30? 3.15? 3? I got checked. Okay. Let, <laughs> let, let, let <laughs> Kirk know. What time are you guys doing? <laughs> let me know. What yeah, time, let, let, what let time are you guys know. doing the picks? Uh, the, the picks? Yeah. For tomorrow? No, just because of 12, 12.30. You're like, what time's pre? <laughs> You don't know oh, if it's yeah, picks no, I, or the... Uh, I'm not start at 3 p.m. and okay. we go from 3 to 5 p.m. It's the Corona Extra Countdown to kickoff. Thank there you. you. And uh, so... Oh, I'm chilling on Sunday. No it's, game, it's nothing. Got Corona Just Extra on your hand? Enjoying... To give me anything. It doesn't matter at that point. I'll take hey, a Corona. Three, but, but you should do Bud Light this weekend. Trust yeah. me on this one. Uh, <laughs> Whatever you need. Uh, Whatever you need. So... Matthew Stafford, Sean McVay, yep. back to you know, back to Detroit. All of this stuff. The Lions won the division for the first time in forever. They have a, a home playoff game, I think, for the first time since 1994. Um, a whole Emily, <laughs> a, a, an entire Emily. Uh, it's it's there. There's a lot. It's probably, and you have to double check this. M. I know the line is three right now. I think of all. Uh, what do we got? Six playoff games. I think this is the tightest line of all three games. Um, but all of that is secondary to Jared Goff against the Rams. Like if the Seahawks were coming in to play the Lions this weekend, there's a lot on on Jared Goff's plate, but there's not redemption. There's not I'm okay too. There's not I was you you may have been right, but that doesn't make me wrong, right? That that's what's on the line for him. The Sean, only, sorry, yeah. there are two that are kind of the same. So okay. it's the Eagles and Bucks are th- a spread of three. Okay, as well as the uh, Browns Texans also as a spread of two and a half. Eagles okay. Bucks. If they don't televise it, I'm okay. <laughs> no, and I, mean, I don't do that. How is that not the Peacock game? NFL, right. NFL yeah, well, it's, it's not the Peacock game because they want they Swifties, want to sell Peacock. They want Swifties to get Peacock. <laughs> yeah. But regardless, I get that. I get that. But if. Whatever happens to the Rams, short of them blowing it with a kick, which we'll get to in a second, it's going to be a like Sean McVay won the Super Bowl, Matthew Stad. There's no embarrassment factor. If the Rams go in and beat the Lions 
and specifically if they beat them because they they flummox Jared Goff. They yeah. confuse him. He looks bad. He fumbles the ball. He turns the ball over. He has a really bad day. It's a bad look for Jared Goff because they already told him, you're not good enough to play for me. You're not good enough to take me where I need to go. We need to get a different guy. And they were right. They they had Because they won the Super Bowl. Can't argue that they weren't right. Can I stop you for a second? Sure. Okay, let's say that happens. Uh huh. I mean, I, I'll tell you how I'm going to look at the game. If Jared Goff loses to the Los Angeles Rams, um, they didn't say, hey, you're not good enough, and they were wrong. They were right. So I don't think anybody's questioning that decision from the Rams. Right. Yes, it is a, I can get my revenge on the Los Angeles Rams. But if Sean McVay, Matt Stafford, Aaron Donald, Cooper Cup, um, Puka, if all these guys go into Detroit and win a playoff game, I don't know if it's a shocker either. Right, that, it's I, not a shocker. It's but I guess but it's the, embarrassing. They did it to you again. They yeah, but, they they came into that, your that, house that, and did it to you. Let me let me. I think we're not giving Jared Goff enough credit for what he's done to this point mm-hmm. because that's probably which fair. is just to have a twelve win season. But I think they haven't won a playoff game. You're right. Like, em, what big games em, em, have? Em, but I'm going to go back to what I just said that he's doing something for the Lions. He's a big piece of what the, the Lions' success this year. The Lions have had no success. They have not. That even Matthew Stafford, which how great he was, did not win a playoff game. The only point I'm trying to make is here is that let's also give Goff credit for being in this spot, the situation, the position, because I know we're just going to look at it as he needs to take that bow and arrow, aim it at the Los Angeles Rams, and say, "How dare you pop?" The Rams doesn't. They've already. They've already proven it was the right trade. Sure. There's nothing left to prove from that department. No, no, they, don't have, demons. they don't have anything to prove. He does. The the Rams the Rams can only tack on an a, a, another, you know, they touchdown me, metaphorical touchdown, right? More gain where man, we tried to tell you about this guy. Right? That's that's the only thing but that, but that, that they can get. That's the only thing that I'm saying is that I think we're so quick to wanna bury Goff before this game even starts. And all I'm Not trying to say is, game. well, all, all I'm trying to say is that they won X amount of games. They get a home playoff game, and I'm not telling you that that's good enough. But damn, for the Detroit Lions, they have nothing to cheer for, and he's he's the foundation of part if of that. If it were any of the 31 other teams, sure. Not with the Rams coming in. It's different. It's just you can't separate the two. How many? T- Let me ask you this. Jared Goff drops back to pass, looks, can't see anything, throws the ball, interception. What's the first thing they cut to? Quarterback. They cut to Sean McVay. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they cut to Sean McVay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Jared, Jared Goff's back there. He's looking around. He gets yeah. hit. The ball comes out. Where do they cut to? They cut to Sean McVay. They cut yeah. to a. They cut to Taylor Swift at a Chiefs game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, that's they, not happening at the same time. <laughs> they, but the opposite could be true. An old Taylor Swift <laughs> right? clip. <laughs> <laughs> She's down in Argentina again. <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> but the opposite is true, too, right? That if Jared Goff goes out there and throws for 350 yards, three touchdowns, and looks great, he can kind of be like, guys, I know you got your stuff, and this is, but I'm okay, too. I the, the, the redemption story is more complete than it was before because there's still that, yeah, but with him. He was good, Slee. You're not wrong. They did win 12 games, all this stuff. But there's that, if it were the Eagles, the Cowboys, the Packers, Anybody but the Rams coming sure. in, it would yeah. be that. But it's not. It's the Rams. 
It's Sean McVay who said, It's all the same people. Sorry, dude. You and know, it's the I, dude you got traded for. I love everything about you, but you know what? You're not good enough to take me where I need to go. You're never going to be as loved as that guy that's playing yeah. across the field from you. There's that, too. There's that, that home. All right, what if he wins too. them a playoff game? Then he's great. He's He becomes. A now those Lions hero. fans, you better yeah. be getting rid of that damn shirt that says Stafford Rams. Yeah, they're not, or, or they're the, asking people with some Lions fan groups like, "Don't wear your Stafford jersey." Well, they shouldn't. That's also loser. <laughs> I mean, it's wait, a loser wait, 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 wait. Why, why exactly would they right. wear a Stafford? Why, why would I they spend two hundred dollars on a Lions jersey? It's the only one I have. I'm coming to the game. I know, I but Stafford's on the other side. Yeah, all right. Go buy a blue it, shirt it, at Target. But it didn't end acrimoniously. It doesn't need to. You're playing against him. It's 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 I'm already hedging against my feelings when he beats me. Just go out there and do your thing. He's yeah, your guy. Have to wear his. Say that again, Em. I was reminding you about Genesis Invitational. Oh, that's a very good idea because you have a chance to play golf with me. It is that time of the year to play Riviera, to go watch golf at Riviera. You're going to want to listen to the Travis Lee Show all week long. You've got a chance to win tickets to Tigers Tournament, the Genesis Invitational Riviera Country Club coming up in just a handful of weeks, and you can qualify to play in a dream foursome with me. If that's your dream, that's a great dream to have, and we're going to go do it at Riviera, one of, if not the very best golf course in all of Los Angeles, all of Southern California, maybe all of California. It's one of my all-time favorite spots. You can play with me on Monday, January 22nd at Riv if you win, so keep listening for your chance right here on 710 ESPN. Let's do this when we come back. I want to play out, I want you guys to play out the Rams win the game, what kind of has to happen? The Rams lose the game, what has to happen? So we do that coming up next. Stay right here. Travis and Sleeve Show, 710 ESPN.